Anchor Morning Audio Date is 07.14.2022. Current time is 05.31 a.m. Eastern Time here in upstate New York. That'd be the southern tier of upstate New York where I live and reside on this Thursday morning. And yes, this is the Anchor Morning Audio. And you can count on it. I do have the morning coffee. Good morning. Oh yes, I got the morning coffee here with a teaspoon of unsweetened cocoa. It's called a coffee hack. It's supposed to get the metabolism going. You only do it for the first cup and it's the coffee is tasting really good this morning. It always does when we uh, get up and we do a hashtag positive start to the day, hashtag PSTTD. Rich Roberts at Fireman Rich here on the Anchor for the Anchor Morning Audio. Good morning all. And you can follow me over there on Twitter at Fireman Rich, where I told myself as a social media observer and social media enthusiast. In other words, I like playing on this thing called the internet and doing the audio on Tuesdays and Thursdays is what I like to do and that's exactly what we're doing with our setup here I've got the um, LG Stylo 5 connected into the iRig 2 the iRig 2 connected into the Behringer 802 no, no, the iRig 2 to the Behringer 802 and then um, my microphone and the uh, intro music uh, compliments of uh, uh, Boss Jock an app that I've had for many many years on the old iPad Mini, and that's how it's functioning this morning. I did discover something new, that if I take a... I usually would plug in a set of earbuds on the iRig to listen to a replay, but now I can plug it right into the secondary microphone slot on the 802, Behringer 802, and then uh, i got to make sure the volume's turned down. Or else we'll get some, some, I would imagine we get some horrendous uh, feedback. But good morning as we're getting our day started here on this Thursday morning, uh, the wannabe Friday, as I like to call it. And um, let me make sure I don't spill this coffee. I'm always, ever since my uh, dumping of the coffee last week on a Friday, I, I'm very cautious of where this coffee is here on the computer desk area. But, uh, we are getting our day started here, and uh, currently here in the southern tier of upstate New York, it's about 58 to 62 degrees. I think it's more on the 62. You can feel that just a early twinge of the humidity. It's not really cool, but it's not really warm as far as that goes, but uh, or else the house is just warm as far as holding the heat in. But uh, it is going to be sunny with clouds, mix high is 79 degrees today, winds out of the north by northwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. It looks like it's going to be partly cloudy. We had a bit of, uh, I'm looking out right now, we got, is that fog out there? We got fog out in the cornfield, oh my god. It was, it's a foggy morning this morning. But uh, we had some thunderstorms um, yesterday late afternoon, and uh, they didn't dump that much water, so it's still sort of dry in the area here in the southern tier of upstate New York. But uh, this morning the sun will be rising at 543, 
uh, a.m., which is in about eight more minutes, as far as that goes, 5.43 a.m., the sun will be rising, and we'll be setting at 8.41 p.m., as far as that goes. And the moon looks like we got a full moon going on where it's 99% visible. Of course, I didn't see it last night with all the clouds, as far as, I, I think I did see some light behind some of the clouds, and uh, this morning, definitely not going to see it. And let's see, it sets at 6, so it's up there. It, it sets this morning at 6.17 a.m., so it's up there in the sky somewhere as far as that goes, but I just can't see it. And, um, oh, we tr we're joined by Lucy in the window. Hi, Lucy. How you doing? Oh, i got to be careful of her. She's a, she's going to be a little finicky as far as that goes, but... Um, Let's see, not much to talk about other than this is Thursday and we're working towards the weekend as far as that goes. Um, uh, and um, I, I'm excited about doing this setup now that I, you know, it, it's very functioning as far as doing the audio. It's an easy setup. I am using the CAD U37. I think um, when I do the audio on the uh, Anchor app, on the LG Stylo Android 9 cell phone that I have. Um, that microphone works the best coming off of the Behringer 802 plugged into the iRig so I can use the microphone off of the... Uh, this iRig too is, is a very neat interface as far as that goes. I can put it on the, uh, the uh, cell phone here or else uh, a tablet as far as that goes, and I can uh, utilize the microphones that I have uh, as far as that goes, either off of the iPad Mini, which in this case, um, that's where the bear, or the, UK, uh, the CAD U37 is plugged into using a lightning uh, connector, but then the uh, iPad Mini is connected into the Behringer 802, so everything comes into the 802 and stuff. So it's quite the setup that I, I enjoy using, and doing the audio is always fun as far as um, having gotten to this point. As far as I, I can do the audio right off of uh, the, the phone there, but then you don't get the intro music or the outro music as far as that goes. Uh, let's see. I did see over there on Twitch. Oh, he's not on there anymore. We uh, Just as I was starting uh, our good friend Randy W. Horton. Now this is a guy I gotta tell you, if you have not if you're not following Randy W. Horton, then um, you need to because he's a very unique individual. I guess he had to work today. He lives over in Saudi Arabia, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia I should say, in Jebel, where he um, he's originally from Tennessee, but he's been working over there for many years. But he live streams on Twitch as well as over there on YouTube. But if you just, it's like me. If you want to know what Rich Roberts at Fireman Rich is doing, just put at Fireman Rich in Google and search for it, and you'll see where I'm at. The same thing could be uh, said about Randy W. Horton. Just put Randy W. Horton, and you'll find his Twitch page and all that. So um, I think that's easier to say, hey, where an individual is at. Just Google it, you know, as far as that goes. And... Let's see, we do have, I preempted a, the, I didn't have time, which is usually the case now when I do the Twitch on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, because the uh, the chat is so chatty and uh, very involved as far as that goes, and I have fun with it. I did not get a interesting article, so it looks like uh, the interesting articles that um, um, I still read 
and present here on the Anchor Morning Audio um, I'm doing. But I, I really can't do unless I... Uh, I think when I do a live stream over there in vocal, I, I can... Because there's nobody over there <laughs> as far as that goes. But I still like using that, that platform, vocal. But my main say for live streaming is Twitch. But we do have an interesting article that uh, I do like to present, and uh, it's it's an interesting article. Good news, because we all, like I, I normally say, we all know what the crap news is. You could say it's um, concerning news in some cases, but uh, in most cases it's crap news as far as that goes. Um, but you still have to be aware of it. But I like presenting here on the Anchor Morning Audio a good story. And this is a good story about some about a shipyard. And it's uh, a Viking Aid shipyard is uncovered at Birka, which is in Sweden, I've been told. is like nothing ever found before. So this is a major find. Um, well, let's see, archaeologists from Stockholm have located a unique Viking Age shipyard site at Birka, B-I-R-K-A. The discovery challenges previously, uh, the challenges previous theories about how the maritime activities of the Viking Age were organized. The site consists of, consists of stone-lined depressions along what had been the shore at that time, and a series of wooden slides for launching boats. Finds include large quantities of both unused and used boat rivets, uh, wheat stone made from slate, and uh, woodworking tools. A site like this has never been found before. It is the first of its kind, but the find uh, conveniently shows that it was a shipyard, says, uh, I'm not even going to say this individual's name because I'll just butcher it, but he's a professor of archaeology um, of science at Stockholm University and the project leader. The finds of artifacts from the, the area show with great clarity that this is where people have served served their ships, service served his ship, and um, let's see, Burka has long been a treasure trove of insight um, into the Viking Age and the former trading post on the island of. Oh, God. Um, B-J-O-R-K-O in Lake, in this particular lake in Sweden. <laughs> I'm not going to say the names because it's just going to butcher it. It's just going to sound bad. Has been recognized as the world's World Heritage Site, um, which means this is a rich maritime culture landscape. Previously investigated Investigations have deserved several of the remains before, but it's thought that the later finds that it has been possible to take a comprehensive view. Through the systematic survey, mapping, and drone investigation, we can now show that Burka, in addition to the urban environment, also has a very rich maritime culture, landscape, cultural landscape with remains of everything from jitter, jitter Jitches to the boats, launches, and shipyard, and shipyard, says the professor who works at the University of Archaeology, 
Research Laboratory. Ships and ship shipping are characteristics of the Viking Age in the Nordic countries, both for warfare and trade. One of the expansions of the Viking Age long-distance trade is the city-like trading post that sprung up in the Nordic, Nordic countries at the time. It's not just about the first urban environments, but shows an intense exchange of trade goods and ideas between people, says uh, uh, one of the partners in the project. The town ramparts around uh, Burka function, function not only as a defense, but also as a legal economy and social boundary. Previously, previous investigations of harbor facilities in Burka have mostly been carried out inside the town ramparts in the area known as the Black Earth Harbor area and below the so-called garrison. The shipyard in the area is located inside, is located instead outside of the walls. Okay. In order to secure source material that can add uh, nuisance to the knowledge is knowledge of Burka's maritime cultural landscape, the archaeological investigations are continuing. Among other things, separate um, excavations are beginning in a similar site. The remains of a boat landing located outside the town rampart, so you had them both in and out. Another question the archaeologists are trying to answer is who was allowed to dock there? Could anyone land? Uh, could anyone land anywhere, or did uh, it matter if it was inside or outside the town ramparts? There is much to ponder here, but for us, the investigation doesn't end with the field work. We continue in the lab by using um, analytical laboratory techniques, which which uh, we get more information out of the fragmentary source material than otherwise, said one of the professors. And there is a video that I will post up after this, uh, posting this Anchor Morning audio of um, the Viking ships, as far as that goes. So um, let's see, let me bring that up as far as to have that up so I know what the link is and post that in my Twitter feed of at Fireman Rich. Okay, let's, let's see, what's it say? Unique Viking Age Shipyard, so, um, and it's about two minutes. It's archaeologists, archaeologists from Stockholm University Archaeological Research Laboratory have located a unique Viking Age shipyard site in uh, Burka, and it has all that Swedish name stuff. <laughs> the um, the challenges previous the uh, this discover challenges previous theories about how the maritime activities of Vikings were organized. So it's a unique uh, peek into the past of the of our Viking friends. Um, Oh, wow, I didn't, okay, we got the, uh, we're finished with our article, and i just thinking now I didn't do the uh, thought for the day, so let's do the thought for the day, we're out of sequence, usually I do that before the um, um, interesting article, 
Um, the thought for today is something I, bring, I bring to uh, the broadcast, be it live stream or audio. It's uh, my third post that I always do each morning on Twitter at Fireman Rich, and um, it's usually somebody that has a um, well. They're all good quotes, but uh, they give you something to think about as far as that goes. So uh, this uh, quote comes from Robert. Uh, Baden Powell and Robert Baden Powell before we get to the uh, thought for the day is a lieutenant general uh, Robert Stevenson Smith Baldwin Paul uh, was a British officer army officer writer founder of the first chief scout of the worldwide scout movement and founder and founder with his sister of the worldwide Girl Guide. So that's the Girl Scouts. And um, he was the founder of the Boy Scouts, which back in the day was a, a pretty decent uh, organization until they crapped out because of other things we won't get into. But he was the founder of the, um, um, the Boy Scouts. He served in the British Army from 1876 to 1910 in India and Africa. And he was in the second. In 1899, he was in... The Second Boer War. Oh, interesting individual. With an interesting quote this morning. And it goes as follows. The most worthwhile thing is to try to put happiness into the lives of others. Think about that. It's very simple to do. The most worthwhile thing is to try to put happiness into the lives of others. Robert Baldwin Powell. And it could be as simple as saying good morning to somebody walking down the hallway at your, at your job site, as far as that goes, or, 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 uh, which might spark into a, a conversation of sorts. And, uh, and I try and do that. I try and do that. you got too many people that have their faces in their cell phones. As I stir my uh, my coffee here with the uh, teaspoon of unsweetened cocoa. Um, as easy as saying good morning. How you doing? Have a great day. You know, that, that, um, you know when somebody says that to me, which uh, most of the time people walk right by me because they got their cell phone in hand. Which seems to be the culture as far as that. Um, there was one time at the day job, I did see somebody in the um, the break room. He actually had a real newspaper. The, lo the local, um, what was it the Press Sun Bulletin in Binghamton? From Binghamton. that uh, They still put that out. And uh, I thought that was unique because most people nowadays, they, they use their cell phone. But uh, that's a good quote from our... Um, uh, the founder of the, the Boy Scouts, Robert Baden Powell. The most worthwhile thing is to try to put happiness into the lives of others. And I think we do that as far as uh, with our, our family. We try to provide for our family, make sure they're happy. Our friends and our friends, if we got good friends, they'll, they'll be reciprocating that also. Trying to, you know, it's always good to have good friends. Uh, let's see. My family and everybody grieving from. Okay, there's some news concerning. You know, that's one thing. I just saw something pop up here that's referring to uh, COVID. You know, they had a during COVID, 
we're still we still have COVID around here, but have you noticed that nobody's really talking about it anymore? There's another variant out there. We I, I hear that's it's like the third variant since we've um, sort of uh, on the downhill side. Matter of fact, let me go ahead and look at what the COVID numbers are here in the United States. Let's see COVID num COVID nineteen numbers. I used to do this. Uh, during COVID, when we had the lockdowns and all that. So I still get people uh, asking, do we have to wear the mask? And I said, no, no, no. Okay, numbers for USA. And uh, oh, there, there, we still have some COVID numbers. Okay. So let's see. Let's check them out here for... For New York State, New York, the COVID numbers. Let's see what it comes in. Is it focuses in? And um, yeah, we still got some numbers. They're up there. We still have uh, seven day average is 6,000. And then let's see what we have here in Tioga County. Tioga County, New York. God, I haven't done this in a long time as far as uh, checking the COVIDs. Well, we still have COVID. COVID is still around though. They're not as high as previous, but um, let's see, where's Tioga County? There's Tioga County. And I just uh, did a Google search of COVID-19 numbers for the U.S., and then that can give you the counties. Oh, we had a little bit of a spike there. But our seven-day average is 13, and we're right now at Tioga County. We've been, we put away the masks we were off the mask, then we went back on the mask. Now we're off the mask uh, for uh, about almost two months now. And um, it looks like the numbers are slightly pegged out by about, uh, they jumped us last week. Of course, there's a new variant out. And from what I've heard, the last couple variants are there's just like having a bad flu. And that's the other thing. You don't hear anything about the flu. So... Um, but keep on washing your hands. Keep your distance for those people that you don't really know about as far as physical contact. And um, because that's how it's spread as far as that goes. And like I said, it's still way below what it was uh, this past April. April, we were still wearing the mask. And I think it was right towards the end of May, beginning of June, because that's when it really went below it. And they have levels here. They have uh, uh, moderate, low, and that's where we're at right now, or else you have high. And we, we went back into the high for a little bit, um, and um, because, uh, was it uh, March? It was it was really low. Of course, I'm, I'm moving the thing here. Back uh, this past January, we were peaked out, so... And then we started coming downhill, and then we started going up in an uproar, um, uphill a little bit, as far as that goes. Um, in January, here in Tioga County, what did we have? We had over 100, 109 cases a week, but then in April, May, we had uh, about 30, and what is it, just uh, beginning of this month, there was three, but now we're back up to 10, 13 for the last seven days so it's still around okay and uh, we need to take precautions you haven't been vaccinated i think for the most part all those people who want to get vaccinated are vaccinated and boosted as far as that goes and um, 
you know, it doesn't prevent you or protect you, you know, from getting it. It just, uh, uh, if anything, I guess uh, over the long, uh, the, the last year, as far as vaccinations show that it, it keeps you from really getting the full effect. You can still get COVID if it, you're vaccinated, but it, the vaccination, uh, from what science is saying, it helps you. In, in some cases, but the local variant right now, or the current variant, is not that bad, I guess, from what I've been told. I wouldn't want to have it because you could probably, you know, you, who wants to get sick, right? <laughs> That's the bottom line. Who wants to get sick or ill? I sure as hell don't. So I'm still being cautious as far as that goes. But that's the thing. Nobody's talking about this anymore. It's sort of like, uh, I imagine if it starts spiking, which I don't think it will. I really think we're on the downhill side of it. But I think it, this um, this uh, COVID virus is going to be with us for a while. It's going to be uh, around and stuff. So um, there we have it. Um, let's see. What else is going on on the Twitter? Anything else going on the Twitter feed? Let me see. SpaceX Cargo Dragon is go for launch today. Okay, we have another SpaceX launch. Of course, um, I think most people heard about the big oopsies down there in Texas where um, um, Starship, which is a, another, it's, a, it's the big brother of, uh, the, of the, um, the SpaceX uh, Dragon, Cargo Dragon, uh, this thing is just a monster. It was on the launch pad down there in Texas, and uh, uh, there was an unexpected, uh, uh, was it the booster exploded unexpectedly, as far as that goes, on a test uh, burn. And uh, so what SpaceX Starship booster engines explode, in and you're going to have things that go wrong. And that's it. You hopefully you recover from it. And uh, th thank God nobody was on, the, on this, this ship, and hopefully nobody on the ground there when it exploded. It's a pretty. Ex There's some video out there that, uh, and I have posted three articles concerning it on my Twitter page, and it's some interesting stuff because uh, if they get this thing up and going, where it's 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 like uh, you're going to have uh, spaceships flying around up there with, uh, you know, this thing can carry. Was it the Starship can carry up to 100 people as far as that goes? Can you see, imagine 100 people flying in one space? I think the most right now is, what, five? And that's on the uh, um, the SpaceX Dragon cruise ship or crew capsule. And this uh, that's launching today is a, uh, uh, a cargo Dragon, so I think they're bringing cargo up to uh, the space station. Let me see. SpaceX Cargo Dragon is go for launch today. And let's see. International Space Station Expedition 67 crew members are training for this week's arrival of the Space Dragon cargo craft as it prepares to launch today on Thursday. So the Space Dragon resupplies space. It, uh, Resupply spacecraft has been giving the green light to launch by mission managers as it counts down to lift off to the space station at 8.44 Eastern Time this morning. That would be 5.44. Oh, this is 8.44 p.m. This is tonight. It's going to be a night launch. Oh, okay. Um, 
on Thursday, Cargo Dragon attaches to a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket and carries 5,800 pounds of science equipment and crew supplies and uh, rolled out to the launch pad at NASA Kennedy Space Center um, on Tuesday, this, this past Tuesday. So the commercial cargo craft will orbit Earth for a day and a half before docking at the International Space Station's uh, forward port called Harmony uh, this Saturday. So uh, it's pretty neat. That's something I'll be watching. Maybe I'll be watching that tonight. What, what time was that again? That was 8.44, so I'll be just getting ready to go to bed maybe. So I might be already in bed. All right, folks, that's uh, all we have for today uh, here on the Anchor Morning Audio. Um, I want to say thank you for your listens as as far as uh, to uh, my audio here on Anchor.fm. It is greatly appreciated, and we're going to go ahead and exit stage left here. And um, you all have a great one wherever you may be on this big blue marble. Have a bazanga day, as Chris Tech would always say over there on uh, Twitch on the live stream. If you're listening, Chris, have a bazenga day. I like that word. But you all have a great one wherever you may be on this big blue marble. This is Rich Roberts at Fireman Rich here on the Anchor as well as over there on Twitter where I put links to good stuff. Check it out at Fireman Rich over there on Twitter. You have a great one wherever you may be on this big blue marble. Like I said, live life, have fun. Ciao for now. As always, peace. Take care, folks.